Welcome to Frankly Speaking, State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. Representative Ryan, welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to take a look at the 2020 general presidential election and the uh, and the election that went around that, the issues that we had with it, and the call that people have had to take a look at this, maybe do an audit of this election. This is an avenue that we could go down, but we've chosen to take a different way at looking at this election. What's going on here, Frank? Why should we or should we not audit this? What What is the best way to attack the the issues that people have had with the recent election? Chuck, as you know, I'm a CPA and I specialize in keeping companies out of bankruptcy. I have extensive experience in my career about systems of internal controls. And just uttering those words to the average person will cause a deer in the headlight stare, as my family will frequently tell me, because it's probably not the most exciting topic that you can possibly imagine. But in this case, it's probably something of vital importance. I've done extensive analysis of the 2020 election, and we're starting to do a very deep dive on the of the May 2021 election as well, and the primary uh, and also the general election results for the constitutional amendments to make sure that our processes are sound. In the 2020 election, I found significant inconsistencies and irregularities from the Supreme Court actions to the Secretary of State to the fact that 67 counties run separate elections. Some are extraordinarily consistent and do extremely well. As an example, Lancaster County uh, does a tremendous job. Berks County does a tremendous job. Uh, We do an okay job, a fairly good job here in Lebanon County. It's something that's got me really concerned. Some of the counties don't do it so well. So what I did is a very deep dive analytic into what some of the issues were. And uh, my dear friend, Representative Seth Grove, who's the chair of the state government committee, uh, convened 10 separate hearings relating to these election-related issues. And he did a tremendous job. I'm very thankful for our committee. He published a a 90-plus page report on those changes that need to be done. And I think that's the recipe for us to take a look what we need to do to reform the election laws, to come up with a better understanding of what we need to do to get the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania the type of certainty for the average voter that they feel comfortable that the election results reflect the way they actually voted. One of the things, Chuck, that's got me concerned is a lot of people uh, don't have an understanding of what an audit does. And Many people think of an audit as being a fraud audit, a fraud audit or a forensic audit, and, and quite candidly, that's that's not the case. They're they're significantly different. I would tell you from my years as a CPA, it's well over forty years. I'm seventy years old. That the framework to do an audit requires that the system be auditable to begin with. And the Auditor General was very clear in his November 2019 report that they were not able to ensure the accuracy of the SURE, that's the State Uniform Register of Electors database, to ensure that it would be consistent and be able to do an audit in accordance with generally accepted auditing standards. What's all that gobbledygook mean? It, it means that a performance audit or an audit or forensic audit at this time would be next to impossible to do and would not yet necessarily yield you any results. Because in Pennsylvania we separate the ballot from the envelope, it would be impossible for anyone in doing a full-scale, even forensic audit, to be able to identify what the changes would be 
as to whether or not it would alter the outcome of the election. And I think that's important for people to be aware of. Because I get an awful lot of people that say, if we do this, will that alter the outcome of the election? And the answer is, is there's no way you can do any type of an audit to where that type of a thing could occur based upon that audit. So the better thing to do is to take the information that's come out of the state government committee to be able to pursue that as, as best we can to make the changes necessary to the system. I do want to also say to people under Act 77, uh, the bill itself was a good bill, wasn't a great bill. Uh, there were other things I would like to see, but it was a good bill. But the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania invalidated the very controls we had in place necessary to ensure that the election could be run without those inconsistencies and irregularities that I bring up. So it was incumbent upon us to take the information that's come out of state government. Let's get these laws fixed. Let's get the work done to ensure that people have the comfort level uh, that we possibly have uh, in any election so that people can feel comfortable that the vote that they cast is the vote that gets counted. Frank, just one thing. It seems that a lot of folks don't remember that that we just looked and changed our election laws last year. We are only one or two elections into a new set of how we do things, a new set of rules. It is only inevitable that we're going to make some tweaks when you make these kinds of changes. It's not just as a result of the 2020 election. We are going to see this kind of thing anyway. Chuck, that's accurate, but I will tell you that the public has every right to be extremely angry that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court was so irreverent about a bill, the Act 77, that stripped out the controls, and that the Secretary of State, by issuing guidance so late in the process, virtually ensured that the election results would be inconsistent and not able to be necessarily as relied upon as you would normally expect to have in an election. So the election code changes were one thing, but the interference by outside parties to include the third-party voter access groups, uh, the fact that 67 counties may have interpreted the election law differently, to the last-minute guidance that came out of the Secretary of State's office, to the interference by the Supreme Court that stripped out many of the controls that were in Act 77, caused people to have the type of of discomfort and the anger and the angst that they have with the election. And that's what we have to really focus on fixing so that kind of travesty doesn't happen again as well. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.